to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins. And today on the show, I have my newest friend, Rachel Narn, who is with Chicks with Knives. And I, I was immediately excited because I got into this business because I love Knives and Fire. And Me too. She said, I'm Chicks with Knives. I said, we're going to be real good friends. She's also the author of Cast Iron Cooking and a food writer and recipe developer. So thanks for joining me today, Rachel. I'm so happy to be here. It's going to be fun for my listeners out there. One, I'm recording from home because we know that today the weather is going to be a little bit crazy. And Rachel was nice enough to be flexible with me for that. So if you hear my wind chime in the background, just enjoy the lovely sounds before the thunderstorms today. But I asked Rachel to come on the show today and let's talk holiday gifts for the foodie. And we could probably talk for five hours about (laughs) holiday gifts for the foodie. Rachel, what are you asking for this holiday season? I got what I wanted and I'm so excited. We are going to San Francisco and having dinner at Chez Panini. Alice Waters' famous restaurant, and I'm over the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to be amazing. Have you already stocked uh, the menu and the pictures of what other people have had an opportunity to eat just so you could plan in advance? Since I was like 18, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't have a bucket list, but if I did, eating there would be on it. Oh, that's going to be an amazing experience. (laughs) My request for my Christmas gift got vetoed because (gasps) my husband said we don't need one more thing that lights on fire in the backyard. But I am just begging for the right moment to get one of those dome pizza ovens. I need to win the Powerball and just get one of those dome pizza ovens. Those things are aesthetically beautiful and they work like a charm (laughs) i don't blame you for wanting one (laughs) and he's super practical in that he says in south louisiana you're only gonna need a pizza oven maybe one or two months a year because otherwise you're just gonna sweat and be too hot trying to cook in it and you'd rather cook in your regular oven (laughs) well i'm here to tell your husband that's okay just because we we want to have it we don't have to use it right think of all those appliances people have to have and they just sit in a cabinet i figure if you use it once a year you're ahead of the game (laughs) and that should be that really should be the answer because even your fancy linens that you put out for the holidays you may only use them once a year but i can't get rid of my beautiful beaded napkins that i won't let anyone use (laughs) I mean, you keep your tree ornaments and you only use those once a year. <laughs> Ooh, did you ever get the pickle tree ornament? No. There's I so haven't. many food related ones, but I got like four that look like pickles. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, I, I had a, uh, we did a Christmas tree one year at work and we decorated it with artichokes. Everything was green and purple. So it was artichokes and eggplant and it was filled with vegetables they weren't real vegetables they were 
fake vegetables. (laughs) But it was so fun. And I thought this is great for a restaurant, but I don't, I don't know if my friends would be that thrilled to see an artichoke Christmas tree when they walked in for holidays. I think it's nice for a restaurant, but it doesn't exactly, there's not enough sparkle. (laughs) So uh, thinking about sparkle and thinking Mm. about those gifts under the tree, what are you giving to people to really make their holiday shine? in the kitchen. Oh my goodness. I love giving just locally made foods, candies. I'm not much of a baker, admittedly. Um, so I'm never the one busting out the gingerbread men. But uh, I love when other people give it to me. That's And that is a general call. But um, yeah, I love giving things, just little, I figure after a certain age, nobody needs like gadgets from me. So I love to give things like seize candy or um, I have a friend who makes granola. Her company's called Bear Claw and Bear, Bear Claw Kitchen. And it's actually gluten-free, grain-free granola, which is amazing. Um, and I have another good friend who makes Laura Ann's jams. And they're incredible because she has it as jam, but it's also she has cocktail recipes for all of her jam. And that makes life festive. Absolutely. And here in New Orleans, you can get edible glitter at craft culture. So I could only imagine if you showed up with a a cocktail recipe, some jam, and we combined that with some edible glitter. That's total holiday. I I think I'm in love with that idea. (laughs) Have you ever eaten edible glitter or eaten stuff with glitter? I mean, like cupcakes. Okay. I mean, sure. Have you? Yes. And I did it for a class and I'm sure my listeners are out there going, yes, Amy, don't say it out loud. But I thought we all thought the same thing. What happens when you eat edible glitter? (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to say it. But that was the number. So we sat there and we drank glitter cocktails and I felt like it was a true bonding moment for a group of strangers (laughs) to have that conversation. But it it made the the cocktail so pretty and sparkly and eventually it started to dissipate so the purple glitter it just turned it dissolved. Into this misty purple beautiful holiday cocktail so i you know i can't complain but uh, I, don't, I can't think of any other applications other than a dessert or a a cocktail where you're going to put edible glitter I mean, you could really scare someone with some pork stew that just shines. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could. <laughs> For my listeners out there, I was I was talking to Rachel and I said, here's my list of all the things that I'm excited about right now. And when it comes to appliances, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a nerd and I'm a sucker and I like to get appliances for the kitchen and just test them out and see if they work and see if they're practical. And, you know, I'd say it's probably 50-50, right? And it takes up so much space. I have a whole pantry full of just random equipment. But my latest right now that I am in love with and it is taking all of my energy not to buy a second one because there is no need for a second steam oven. I am so on board with you. Steam ovens are so 
overlooked and they do such an incredible job at making food so quickly and so beautifully. Viking makes one that I covet. (laughs) And that's a big one, like a built-in. Yeah, yeah. that's like built-in. The one I got because I'm, and this is actually a pretty good gift to give people is meal prep, right? Somebody is going to be busy after the holidays. If you can order their meals and take care of them during that time, it's nice. And I, I love to do meal prep, especially because I'm the one who preps the meals for the family. And occasionally I cheat and I will order from either another chef or late at night from a Facebook ad that catches my attention. And the Tavola oven got me. Now I'll say the food is eh, but I would order the food just so I could get the oven again because they gave me a free oven. And I said, well, they're missing their calling. They should stop selling the food and just sell the ovens because you can do anything with a steam oven. Well, sending someone an oven, it's always a nice thing. I told my husband, I said, well, I should get you one of these for work. And he said, we have an oven and we have a microwave. We don't need a steam oven. Your husband sounds much too practical. (laughs) He is very practical. (laughs) Uh, But it, it, you know, it's sometimes it's fun just to get a new toy in the kitchen, a new appliance. Oh, absolutely. I like giving, um, there's a local company called um, Masienda and they make Masa Harina from Heritage Grains. And so it's a great little gift to give a tortilla press, some grain, some of the masa, and they have the beautiful blue masa, which I'm obsessed with. Um, And then like a little recipe. So you can make like that kind of gift basket, which is always fun. Now, when you're going to a holiday party or a get together, are you bringing a little something like that, a hostess gift or something to just thank the people? I always bring a hostess gift um, because I'm a nice girl. Uh, but yeah, actually, I'm, this has nothing to do with food, but I've been giving everyone this little ring that's Bluetooth and it has these little buttons on it and you can use it to, if you're not holding your phone, like you're knitting or whatever, or I'm knitting or cooking, uh, you can use, or cooking exactly. Or reading, you can use it to scroll TikTok or take pictures or <laughs> change the page on your Kindle and they're $15 and I can't. I give these to everyone and they're like, I didn't know I wanted this and I love it. (laughs) It's so hilarious. That's an interesting one. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that because, you know, it's true. Your hands are, you're working, you're cooking. You you don't want to touch your phone. Will it work if you have your gloves on and you hit the button? Exactly. It doesn't work. (laughs) So it's a fun way to, it's just a kitschy little, but it's not food related. Um, I do, I have, <laughs> um, one of the foods that I order for people is always fatty Sundays, um, chocolate covered pretzels. They're from New York. I don't know how I even heard of them in the first place, but they're pretzel rods and they're basically candy by the time they're done with it. <laughs> Everyone loves those. That's, that's a great idea. I, and I feel like since, Really, since COVID, all these things are starting to become available outside of their region, right? Mm -hmm. You can get, I just shipped New Orleans pralines to a guy in Hawaii. That would not have been an easy thing to do before because 
the shipping wasn't worth it. But now everyone's shipping and they're sending these products. I just ordered a couple of weeks ago and I we ate half and the other half is in the freezer. But Russ and Daughter's salmon. Oh, that absolutely. Shipped from New York. And you realize now people have access to all these foods and local products <laughs> that they never would have. And my friend and I were talking about this last night. It makes the world so much smaller and nicer because I can get saffron or kefir lime or, oh, sorry. I mean, um, we're cut lime. Uh, and I can get, uh, you know, anything from anywhere. I can order stuff from Louisiana. Uh, and that makes me happy. It's just, it makes things easy. It's also, um, Another one on my list was Essie Spice Mecco Dry Rub. So this woman is making these incredible dry rubs. And this one is actually, it's interesting. I use it on so many things, but it's peanut based. So she has, I guess it's dehydrated peanut because it's ground up to a powder. And it, then it has a lot of other spices. And that one is Essie Spice. But I don't know how I found this woman either, but she's doing incredible things. And the spice rub goes on absolutely everything. You can put it on your ham. <laughs> I feel like once we start kind of putting these kinds of products in in Google and you're, you're like, I want Bear Claw Kitchen granola. I want uh, old olive oil. It, it, the, the technology gods start to see what we like and they start to offer us suggestions and absolutely I, that's why you stay off of wish because all kinds of weird things pop up but i got a suggestion that came across my facebook page and I, honestly i was not <clears throat> in the market for a basket and now okay. i've bought, bought multiples of these baskets not just for myself but as a holiday gift for others and there is this company called uh, Sub, it's Expedition Sub-Sahara. Sure. And it's out of Senegal and they weave baskets. And when everyone was doing all this bread making and they needed baskets for proofing, it was the perfect place to get those. And the money not only goes into their local community, but it helps to build a school for girls. So they're there's something to be said about buying a holiday gift for someone that's also giving to someone else. I absolutely agree. Um, and there's also a lot of food related charities that you can give to this time of year. I give to the Tehachapi Grain Project. They work on bringing back organic and heirloom grains um, for bread baking, actually. So after you proof in the basket you had from Senegal, you can use their grains to make it. And actually, that's another gift that I love giving. I'm kind of obsessed with linen. Just there's so many beautiful different types of linen. And I love a really good um, Japanese crossback apron out of linen. I find tons of them on Etsy. I love Etsy. And um, but another thing that I I actually was making and selling for a while, but I don't anymore are Irish linen bread bags. So you put your bread. So that explain you just, what that is. So it just looks like a, it's a, I mean, it's a square with a drawstring, but it's Irish linen. And basically when you put your bread in there and you close it, it stays fresh on your counter and you don't have to use plastic. And if you don't have a bread box, which I don't think anyone does anymore, um, but I love finding those on Etsy too. And there's some beautiful 
versions out there. So, and you know, I love supporting an Etsy person. <laughs> and okay, so here's a question. Have you ever thrifted for holiday gifts or Christmas or uh, kitchen gadgets or anything like that? Plates? Well, your thrift store is a phenomenal place for kitchen gadgets, right? I personally am on the hunt for a $10 bread baker, <laughs> bread baking machine. I mean, <laughs> uh, I never owns one and I'm all like, well, if it's $10, I'll take it. <laughs> but um, I personally haven't, but um, I live in LA and our thrift stores are picked over. <laughs> there are professionals out there every day. <laughs> Here, one of the things a friend of mine taught me that I think is very lovely. One year for my birthday, she showed up with an apple cake that she made for me. And it's her secret recipe apple cake. And one day I will get that recipe from her. Colleen, if you're listening, I want the recipe. But she brought it on this beautiful glass platter and it left it. And after I said, would you... I need to get your platter back to you. And she said, no, I, I buy those at thrift stores for a dollar or two. So every time I bring sweets or food or a treat to someone, they get a beautiful plate after it's over. And I thought, mind blowing. This is like game changing information. I cannot believe I have never thought of this. Everyone should do that. Absolutely everyone. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. <laughs> So I'm very thrilled. <laughs> and, you know, and when I think about it and I go, okay, I could really score some cool dishes and cool plates. And even if you're just bringing someone a bowl of soup because they're sick or at home, you can get a bowl that is some beautiful china pattern for a dollar and now they have something special and maybe it's where they put their keys when they come home from work, you know, and it ends up on a table, but something special that goes beyond the food that they got to eat. That is an absolutely terrific idea. I love that so much. I'm sure everyone else does it but me, but I'm glad you mentioned it. What <laughs> that kind is of hilarious. food things are you cooking for people for the holidays? So I am a big gingerbread fan and I have a family recipe, an apple gingerbread that I absolutely go wild for. And um, I like to have dinners at home and just make sure that I cook something warming. I don't come from a lot of strong traditions for the holidays. Um, I'm a latke girl. So um, we do have our latke party every year and get our fried food on. Um, and I make my own applesauce. We have so many beautiful apple orchards in around LA and in the Central Valley here. So we get all those phenomenal like heirlooms that you've never heard of. And it's fun to play around with those and make applesauces, which always brings a little happiness. <laughs> Any liqueurs? I got stuck on TikTok this morning. Oh, no. You it. need that oh. little ring thing. <laughs> but, and actually, it's not even TikTok. It's on my Instagram Reels. But I guess people film their TikTok and they put it on their Instagram Reels. And this girl, I was mind blown. She was, she had all of her coffee grounds, right? That we might put in our garden or our compost she had her coffee grounds and she used her french press and she ran vodka through it oh 
And she I like made, this woman. <laughs> me too. I, this is, I kept watching it going, oh my gosh, she let it sit for about 45 minutes. Sure. And then she pressed it through. And for her holiday party, she served espresso martinis. I like it. <laughs> that I, is a fantastic idea. And so maybe, you know, a French press is a great holiday gift. And you say. And those you can find at thrift stores. Those are in the thrift stores for sure. One thing um, I do really want, although I feel guilty asking for it, is an uh, there's a woman named Chelsea Miller and she makes knives and I love it's a woman owned knife company. And you and I both love a good knife, right? Absolutely. Um, I have one of her knives and I would just love to go wild on that. And they're a pretty decent price point. So <laughs> that's on my little secret wish list. What do you think? Uh, because a knife is so personal, right? People Absolutely. say that the knife picks you. You don't pick the I knife. Love that. True. It's is it better to get someone a gift card to a place like Chelsea Miller or here in New Orleans at Coultier where they can go and see what knife calls to them? Uh, some people say if you give a knife, you should give uh, a penny. A, a penny, yeah, because yeah. it's bad luck. So what are your thoughts on that? I sort of love the tradition of the penny. I completely forget what the point is, but, um, but I do love a bad pointy. luck, good luck, but I don't even know. <laughs> I know it's like, why is a pineapple the symbol of hospitality? Like, I don't know. It just is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree that the knives pick you, but a lot of people, and I do a lot of cooking classes. I've been teaching cooking for many, many years. And when I teach, I find that people just have really terrible knives. Actually, you know what a great gift would be to just secretly grab someone's knives and have them all sharpened. <laughs> I would like to say. That's just, what I did for my in-laws last year. So Brilliant. That is the gift of the century. They'll be like, what's the difference here? But if people just aren't using their knives properly and not keeping them sharp and not using their sharpening steel, they should definitely, it'd be great to just give them something that will introduce them to a higher quality situation. <laughs> and a sharp knife is a safe knife. And it's, and you're doing yourself a favor. It's a little mm -hmm. bit of a selfish holiday gift because this uh, for Thanksgiving, I did a standing rib roast and I yeah. did not bring my knives to my in-laws. And I, I hacked at that rib roast and it was sad. <laughs> and I thought, wow, it's been a year since their knives were sharpened. I'm giving myself a gift by sharpening their knives for them too. Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. <laughs> no, when you're, when you're choosing a knife and you know, maybe it's this kind of thing where somebody has a gift card to a knife shop or they're they're Whoever's buying them a gift is saying, let's go pick out the perfect knife. What are you looking for when that knife starts to call to you? I admit I have an enormous and obscene knife collection uh, and I haven't worked in restaurants in years, but you know, you start when you're young, right? Um, I really, it really depends. You have to just try them. Like, do you want a European German knife? Do you want a French knife? Do you want a Japanese knife? I personally lean towards German knives kind of big hands. Um, and I like a really hefty knife. Also, 
it's really important to know if you're left-handed, you're going to need a different type of knife than a right-handed person. Um, and you should always just, you know, I mean, what we all know about knives, you want it to feel good in your hands and be something that you really know you're going to use. And please, everybody stop buying boning knives. You're not boning anything. <laughs> If you go to someone's house, the boning knife is always the one they're using because it's the sharpest one because it's the last thing they're touching. You're not boning anything, sweet one. Stop. I love you. Don't do it. <laughs> Sorry. That was that mean. I didn't mean to be. Well, you know, the I, you have a point because honestly, I have a knife block in my kitchen. I have a knife bag that I, I use and I really only use two different knives. Mm -hmm. Those are my two knives and I do everything. I have a silly as I love my Cutco paring knife. Uh, they have a good it. reputation for a reason. I love it. And I've had them since I got married. And even the ones that flooded during Katrina, they replaced every one of them. Big fan. And I also have my, my chef's knife. And other than that, I can get just about everything I need done in a home kitchen with two knives. You need a chef's knife, a paring knife, and a bread knife. A bread knife, yes, you are correct. I do have- And you knife. should not spend more than $12 on a bread knife because you can't sharpen them for the most part. So that one, I, I don't consider it disposable, but you know. Um, my favorite knife is actually carbon steel. So it's very, very high maintenance, but um, I do love it. A carbon knife is, it, they're just, you can get them so sharp. It's like a beautiful thing. I love <laughs> but that it. one's actually French, but it also has sentimental value, which is a weird thing to say about a knife. <laughs> you know, it, it, you go through a lot. And one of my chefs told me that, that your true relationship with your, your knife is fortified the day you cut yourself the first time with it. And that's the moment the two are one. <laughs> I have a friend whose theory is that there's two types of chefs, the one who burns themselves and the one who cuts themselves. But uh -oh. you never are like all burns and no cuts. I rarely cut myself, but I am I'm scarred up. <laughs> I would say I'm a good combination of the two. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means I'm a, I'm a, a mess sometimes in the kitchen. Uh, it means you're busy. Well, we have a little bit of time left. I want to tell you what... I got all the kids in the family. Ooh, yeah. My, and I bought it for myself because I needed to make sure it was good. And I got them a year's quality control. Yes. A year subscription to Universal Yums, which is pretty much a junk food, international junk food of the month club. Oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a fun gift. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's perfect and it's so fun they get their they get recipes they get to eat snacky weird things from all over the world they get history about that country and i i, feel I mean like you could practically say it's educational yes and i think the parents enjoy it just as much because some of the food is a little bit more refined and the kids are not quite loving the champagne bonbons right but oh, well, <laughs> I don't think kids should be having champagne bonbons because I want them 
what give us one more thing out there that you say this could really top off the holidays for some so another thing that i'm completely obsessed with is maromi shoyu it's a company out of massachusetts i think or maine wait massachusetts and they're making the most incredible soy sauces out of things like mushrooms and rye flour or i guess rye grains um and they do ship and Truthfully, they have the most gorgeous packaging. Even if you don't like soy sauce, you should just display it everywhere. <laughs> but you know them too, right? I do. I got a, a bottle in the mail and I have been, I got the mushroom and it's been really fun to to play with and, yeah. and taste and really bring out the flavors in our vegetarian food that we cook. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. All that umami, right? Well, Rachel, we are all out of time. I could talk fun things to get for the holidays in the kitchen all day long. Uh, So I'm gonna have to get you back on the show another time. But for my listeners out there, we had Rachel Narn with Chicks with Knives and we were talking all good things. If you want to get her cookbook, you should. Can you tell everybody where they can get your book and how they can find out more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is chickswithknives.com. That's also my Instagram. That's where the good stuff happens these days. I know I'm not hip enough for TikTok, but um, I, and you can get the cookbook. It's Cast Iron Cooking by Rachel Nairn, and it's on Amazon and Target and Barnes and Noble and all the good places. And it's, it's actually fantastic. It's a very little book. It has lots of information about cast iron. There's only 40 recipes and that's why it costs $8. So get that and throw in a cast iron pan and give it to a friend as a gift. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. For my listeners out there, you've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins. Until next time, ciao.